Beautiful people, welcome back to another episode of Leading Behind the Scene. This month, we continue to focus on real live success stories. So you guys know I have been inviting a few of my friends to unpack their secrets to achievement and lessons they've learned along the way. We're going to continue to explore their origin stories, the hurdles they've overcome, and the strategies that have propelled them to success. Within each conversation, you'll discover invaluable insights, actionable advice, and a healthy dose of motivation to fuel your own entrepreneurial aspirations. So does it matter if you're an established CEO, an aspiring CEO, or just simply somebody who loves hearing about good success stories? You are in the right place. Our guest experiences are as diverse as the businesses they run, but one thing unites them all, their unwavering dedication to turning dreams into reality and living a life that they love. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, and I'm thrilled to be on this entrepreneurial journey with you. Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth, and I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. So let's jump in. Family, I am so excited about my guest today, y'all. Oh my God, Kiara Jones. Let me just tell y'all about Kiara because she is fabulous, okay? Kiara is a sales messaging and mindset coach and speaker who helps up-leveling, impact-driven women entrepreneurs step into the next level sales messaging and mindset they need to show up and sell their transformational programs and services more powerfully, purposely, and profitably. Y'all know I like that word profitably, right? In her corporate sales career, Kiera supported five to seven figure clients, including the double digit growth, $5 million of business with a Fortune 500 company. So I'm going to need y'all to have all the notes out and get ready, have the pens, get ready to take the notes because my girl know what she's talking about. Okay, y'all know I'll only be out here in these streets with the people that know about they stuff. Okay. In 2016, Kiara went all in on her real passion of transforming how women see, think, and feel about being seen, sharing their message, and selling to serve so they stop giving their expertise away for pennies. Her sales messaging, mindset, and monetization coaching has helped thousands of women own their expertise and experience more confidently, communicate its value more clearly, and amplify how they package and position for bigger, more consistent income and impact. Her clients have doubled their audiences, engagement, and visibility, 2 to 10x their conversion rates, 2 to 5x their rates, and increase their sales by 200 to 900%. Y'all feel me? The girl is good. Outside of business, you'll find Kiara indulging in some type of self-care, chillaxing with her honey mic in upstate New York, or cuddling with her fur babies, Junior and Jax. So let's get ready to get motivated, educated, and entertained. Help me welcome the Kiara Jones to the show. 
Kiara. Yeah. <laughs> we just need clap. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. This is like such a celebration because listen, y'all, what it took for us to get here to this interview, y'all have no idea. We have like a reschedule. We done had hospital visits. We done did the whole nine. But we made it. So I know this is about to be a super hot episode and I'm so excited. So Kiera, I'm so glad that you're here and that you were willing to put up with all the behind the scenes shenanigans for us to make it to this point. <laughs> of course, of course. For you, I would do it. It's totally fine. That's why we have these businesses. Flexibility and space and time. So totally fine. That part. So y'all, I actually quietly stock here online for a little bit it's a little bit because you know i told y'all before you know your girl be super suspect of these people online out here in these internet streets because you know sometimes they the real deal and sometimes you'd be like knock it off i see you a mile away you don't always get you know what you see mm -hmm. and so i had the opportunity to watch her online for a little while but then something magical happened where she was one of the guest speakers in a mastermind that I was with my guest, Tasha Booth, that you guys heard from. And so when she came in, she was giving us all this good sauce. And I was like, oh, I'm going to definitely have to work and connect with Kiera mm -hmm. on some point. And so um, when the opportunity came around, I jumped at it and I was like, girl, send me the invoice because you about to help me get my whole life together. <laughs> Yes. Wow. I remember that one of my favorite ways to actually serve is through co-coaching or just being able to go into other programs and support. And so it's so beautiful to just kind of know that that background and the silent stalking. That's OK, because you have to do that sometimes. But it's just so beautiful. You know, when we talk about visibility and your messaging and just being transparent and being you and being vulnerable and knowing that you are going to literally attract the clients that are exactly for you. Yeah. And you don't have to be anyone else. You don't have to have the message of anybody else. Just own yours yes. and know that the people that are meant for you are going to come. Yes. And it's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's such a freeing thing, especially for us mm -hmm. as women. So. I've been asking all the guests to kind of start at the beginning. Okay. Like we really want to understand the factors that influence your path to success. So tell us about Kiera, the early life and the upbringing. Like what were some of those key experiences that shaped who you are today? Yeah. Okay. So we're going back. Okay. We're going back, back. <laughs> There's a couple key moments that I would point out. First and foremost, I'm a Jersey girl. Uh, born in Jersey, raised by a single mother, you know, low income community. And for me, that is really important because I'm really big on not letting the situation or circumstances that you're born into define where you get to go. And, you know, as an entrepreneur, as you know, as a CEO, depending on your background and how you were raised, there's so much mindset that comes into play, especially yes. around money and up leveling your life and just allowing yourself to just have more. Right. Allowing yourself as a woman yes. to have more because we know what society wants to make us think, you know, we got to settle, yes. you know, yes. and then also as a black woman, being able to know that you get to have the power to create the life that you desire for yourself. And so that wasn't what I saw at home. That wasn't what I saw, you know, as a little girl, but just knowing that it was still possible for me to desire and to actually create what it is that I really wanted. So that's really important for me. 
Another piece that I would say is really important. It's a funny story. I don't know if it was three or four years old, but my grandmother actually started calling me Miss Missy. So apparently I had a mouth on me, you know, so my grandmother, you know, at some point she just started calling me Miss Missy. And to this day, they're still okay, Miss Missy. Okay, Miss Missy. And then my mother actually just calls me Miss Jones. Like she'll do it when we're out and about. But, you know, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I'm going to say looking at where I'm at now, I'm grateful for it because it just instilled something in me that when I speak, there's a certain respect that I desire to have when I'm saying something. And it's not this like, my intention is never for it to be this entitlement. You know, the intention is for it to be, I want to hear what you have to say, because what you have to say is valuable. Your voice is valuable. And a lot of the messaging work that I do, it's it's a lot about sales messaging strategy, but there's so much messaging mindset work that comes into play because for us as women, we have been told so much that our voice is not valuable. Yeah. That yeah. being visible is wrong. And yes. so to come into a space where for me going to that Miss Missy, I tell people I've been coaching since I was seven. I didn't know I was coaching. <laughs> I didn't know the name of it. I didn't know I could get paid for it. But I was coaching since I was seven. I was telling people what to do, but saying it in a way that was kind of helpful. So that's really important for me because like we talking 30 years ago or whatever it is. So to be in a space of now looking at my clients and women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, I've had clients in their 60s, to understand how us as women have been taught to be shy and, and shrink with our voices in the messaging work that we do is so beautiful to know that it can be this unleashing permission. And so to know that I was tapped into that at seven years old is just, is amazing. But I will say, like many young girls, I actually lost that a little bit. When I was mm. about... 11 or 12 years old, y'all, my girls sitting up here, they, they a little big, they a little heavy. <laughs> so when I was about 11 or 12 years old, I went like literally over the summer, I was like an A or B cup. And then I came back to school and I was like a C or D cup. Oh my gosh. I had bigger boobs than every woman in my family. I get my, my body type from my dad's side. So when I look at my mom's side, you know, I'm like, why am I 11, 12 with this yeah. woman body? It felt so uncomfortable. And so I lost a lot of that Miss Missy. I really did from about mm. from middle school until high school because I was trying to understand what my body was doing and what was happening, what was happening. And I realized it also made me shy on my voice. It made me want to speak up less. So it took me until high school once I stopped developing and I got to actually just sit with this is my body and I get to accept it. And then I started getting into, OK, well, how do I want to dress and yeah. things like that and still be me? It start, I started to come out of my shell and then even more in college. But I feel like it's such a blessing from God for me to experience Miss Missy and then to experience this shy girl and then to come back out because it's so aligned with the work that yes. I do now on messaging. I don't see messaging just as money. Like you're messaging to make money and to sell. I want everybody to make their money, honey. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it. Don't get. Don't get confused. Because we like our coins. Because we clear. like our coins. We desire and we deserve them because we serve. But to know that for me and what I teach in my approach, your messaging has to serve you first. You trying to get it to serve these clients mm, and they're and, and calling the money, that's good. but does it serve you first? Because if it doesn't, I always tell people, and I know you love talking about sustainability. Gwen and her team is amazing yes. with sustainability and scaling and all the things. Yes, you can't yes. sustain what's not aligned. Yes. So you can have all the things, but if you're speaking a message from your voice that is not aligned, yes. I don't care if you take it for a year, 10 years, at some point, it's going to fall. It's crumbling. Oh my gosh. Crumbling. 
there's so much good <laughs> stuff about everything that you just said. And I love this whole Miss Missy. So I might throw that in there a couple times today. But there's so much that you mentioned, right? Especially this piece about recognizing how when something changes with us physically or when somebody speaks something to us that affects us mentally, how it affects our voice, mm-hmm. right? Like that was a small trigger for me for a moment because I remember mm-hmm. back in corporate America and everybody that knows me knows that I love color. I'm a color girl. I love bright. I love airy like. I just love color. It's something about it speaking life to me. And so I remember being in corporate. I was at the very start of my career and I had on this what I thought, okay, was a beautiful, like bright pink shawl. And I was kind of cute, if I must say so myself. Okay, Not kind of, you was. Okay. (laughs) So, and I was just like, you know, walking down the hall and sashaying on my way, mad in my own business, walking from one meeting to a next meeting. And I had this coach that I was working with walk up to me and she was like, you need to tone it down. And that just hit me in a way. So, you know, I started like moving more towards the, okay, well, let me put on the black and whites and the browns and the beiges and all this stuff that really wasn't me, but I didn't want to experience that again. Mm. And so now recognizing like I can see some threads of that of how that's affected my voice, even coming into entrepreneurship, right? Because your girl know her stuff. Yes, she does. And so sitting in rooms and not speaking because I don't know what it's going to be received like on the other side. Oh my God, Kira, this is good. Man. This is such an awareness. I hope you guys are catching this. This is such a big awareness. And I'm going to challenge you to really reflect, like take a moment and reflect where your voice has been impacted, Mm -hmm. installed, because of an experience that you may have had, because I don't think we realize the two are always correlated. That is so good. Yeah. And can I add one thing? Yes. So definitely inviting those that are listening to reflect. And thank you for for sharing that, that that did bring up that memory for you. For those listening, we need to be careful of moments that triggered us, right? That cause us to feel like, okay, let me tone down. Let me quiet down. Let me stand back. Let me hide a little bit because it felt safe. A lot of times what I find with many of the clients that I work with, they start questioning parts of their capabilities and their expertise. Yes. And they start yes. making that be the the reason why the contract didn't go through, the project didn't get secured, the yes. you know tripled their price and it didn't sell. They start making all of that be the issue. When in actuality, if you take the moment to reflect on what we're sharing here, is it actually a reflection of a story or a situation that happened way back when that's coming into this? So I talk about this mindset to monetize. There's five pillars that I teach and two of them is expertise, mindset, and visibility. And they're massively connected because a lot of times a woman's mindset around her expertise and level of impact and how good am I? Is it enough? Should I add more? Should I do this because I want to increase the price? None of that's actually the issue. The issue is actually we go to the visibility mindset and we go into your messaging mindset and memory. There's a memory within you where your father, your grandfather, your coworker, your manager. For me, I actually had a college professor who spoke on my weight when I was in college. I was a top student in class. Inappropriate. Massively inappropriate. And he set the tone, too. He set the tone. And I mean, this was someone I looked up to massively. 
It's very interesting. There was never anything that was inappropriate in our relationship. I want to be very clear. He was a great mentor, but I'm going to be honest. He did say something that looking back now, it actually was correct, but I don't know that you were the person to share it. He basically was just wanting me to live a healthier lifestyle because he was like, I really can see your projection of your career, but I do see, you know, sometimes you get hindered because of this reason. I have a lot to say on that, but I will say looking at it from a knowing how much I know he cared for me, it truly was, mind you, thinking of a father figure, it truly was, you know, hey, I I really feel like you could be healthier in this way. But he should have maybe asked another professor to kind of let me know. Some of the words away. Yeah, it could have been a little different, you know, but now caring about my health so much, I, I look back, especially as an entrepreneur, like I've been on a health journey over the last year. And so being in this space around, I see where like my energy is like, out of this world, given me losing weight and all that. So I know that that's where he was correlating it to, but you're talking to a college girl. Don't don't say that, especially when it triggers something from my childhood around my body. And so what I will say, though, is that it could be those different memories, though, that start to come up. And we start to confuse it with, oh, I'm yeah. not enough. I got to get another certification. I got to go get this other thing for me to sell the thing. In actuality, I got to add another bonus. I got to mm-hmm. give more time. I got to tell yep. them I'm going to do this for them and yep. knock it off. Like I'm at a point now where it's like you getting my brain to think on your project, mm-hmm. your program, your operations. That's it. That right That's there it. is enough. It's so funny in my mindset membership two days ago, we had our call and one of the members I was coaching on something and I, I reminded them, don't forget, you get paid today for a whole bunch of experience that you built five, 10, a year, 20 years ago. And for us, especially if you're really ambitious, we're used to, especially in corporate, right? Oh, I do this thing. So I get paid at the end of the week because I did this work during this week. No, you're paying me for something I learned 10 years ago and I've been expanding and growing in and you're getting access to that. Don't forget, you get paid for all of the past knowledge, expertise, experience, all the things And sometimes we we get confused, like, oh, no, but I got to get paid for right now. No, you're paying me for the transformation, not the time. That part. Oh, my God. This is so good, y'all. I hope (laughs) y'all making all the notes because there's so many gems that's been dropped. Oh, my God. So let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about, because we know building this entrepreneurial journey, were there any obstacles or challenges that you faced while, like, pursuing this career? And we can tell, like, you're so passionate. What were those challenges and how did you overcome them? Thank you. Oh, this is a good question. So I'm going to bring some personal life stuff into this because we're more than just an expert at what we do, right? We have other hats in our life. So one of the first challenges that I had before I even started was actually giving myself the permission to just start. Mm. So here I am raised by a single mother, first generation college student. I started college while I was in high school and then I graduated college early top of my class, you know, I went and worked in corporate America, Fortune 500 company. And I'm working with a company that I watched basically my whole life. So it really felt like for a girl from the projects, it was like, I yes. made it. I made yes. it. I made it. I had a company car, had a company credit card. Like I made it. And so there was this, well, why am I going to leave this behind? Because I've made it. Right. And I like steak and sushi and traveling. That part. Yeah, what I decided was, okay, I'm going to start a business, but I'm still keeping my job. And so that's what got me into the online space. I had a product-based business. And I started that. And in between that, my target audience always was women entrepreneurs, 
boss women specializing in jewelry and accessories for them when they would do their speaking events and when they would do their photo shoots, things like that. So that was always my woman. And so as I would talk to different clients, you know, they'd be like, Kira, you're really good at like jewelry and accessories and you're stylish and all this. But um, in the midst of us talking, you told me this sales thing and I went and did it. And I want to let you know this is what happened. Or I went and did a video because you told me that I should say this in the video and I said it and then I got these leads. And they were like, you know, this jewelry stuff is cute, but um, I, th- I think you should go over here. And so I was like, oh, well, that's what I do for my day job. But I like doing the jewelry outside <laughs> of that. And so they were like, oh, you do that for work? And I'm like, yeah. And for me to get through the space of I can do this for my job and then go actually do this for myself, that was one. But the real thing was giving myself permission that it got to be my name. Yeah, I'm not standing behind the name of this big company. I'm standing on the ground of my name and my talent. So I actually had to get a mindset coach because between my jewelry online accessories boutique and my coaching, as much as people kept telling me to do it, I was just like, oh, okay. And then people would even ask me to speak while I had the jewelry company, but they would want me to speak about business and things like that. And so I had to get a mindset coach to make the transition to officially say, okay, I'm going in on the coaching. And then I ran both businesses for the first like two years or so. And then in 2016, I went full time in coaching. End of 2017, early 2018, I was like, we're going to let go of the, the online boutique. We're going all in on coaching. So that was a journey for me to just own that this is what I am here to do. So that was one. Another one I would say is actually personal relationship. I started dating my now fiance when I started my business as well. So he, we went on one date, I was an employee. And then a couple of days later, I was an entrepreneur. He was like, wait, what happened? And that affected our relationship because it's your baby. I didn't, you know, we didn't have children. So I'm all in on my business, weekends, evenings, all the things. And so I did not know how to balance having Mm. this relationship with this amazing guy and then also growing as an entrepreneur, building my brand, all the things. So those definitely were challenges for sure when it first came to starting the business and just giving myself permission to go all in and then learning how to balance being an entrepreneur and life too. Yeah, one of the things I always tell people is I wish I would have done coaching sooner rather than later. Mm. And I wish I had gotten into community sooner rather than later because, you know, for Mm -hmm. probably the first four to five years, I was just out here trying to figure it out. And it wasn't until I connected with community of people who were trying to build like I was trying to build, who understood the setbacks and challenges that I was going through having a coach whose expertise would fast track me through some of the things that I was dealing with. And I'm like, as soon as you can like afford a coach, I'm going to need you to get some coaching because it really truly does make a difference. And I'm like, it cuts the trajectory nearly in half because you're leaning and gleaning from the expertise of somebody who's already done what you're trying to do. It just makes perfect sense. And, you know, the other thing is we take us everywhere we go, right? I tell people all the time, I can't help you build your business without you also building yourself and working on yourself because you Mm. bring you to the business. You take you everywhere. And so if you got stuff over here, it's going to show up in your operations. Like, let's just be real. It's going to show up in your operations. So you got to be working on both simultaneously So that you don't ruin one or the other and you learn how to build and work in them in harmony. That is so important. And having the right support person makes all the difference. Because let me tell you, none of this works without my man. Okay, without my husband 
in the background. Literally before running up here to hop on this interview with you, he had already made me breakfast. He was like, I know you got work, but I need you to sit down and eat because you need to do Mm -hmm. all the things before you get on this call. And I was like, yes, sir. Yep. Right. Thank you to my man, my man. Right. Girl. I just want to say you talked about growing. We are our best asset. This might just be me. Y'all got to let me know if you resonate. A little bit of control, independent care. Miss Missy was <laughs> Miss coming Missy out. Miss Missy is coming out. Miss Missy. She used to come out a lot. And now she comes out, but with very much intention. Before, it was maybe some temper tantrums. Because <laughs> it took me some time to understand this man is not trying to be controlling. He's yes. not trying to tell you what to do. He's not trying to hurt you. He's trying to feed you. Yes. Or, you know, if Mike would say, hey, babe, like, let's make sure we take some time off to do this. Or that. Oh, no, I have to work. And it's like, no, I'm trying to make sure that you are remembering to have that balance. Yes. You know, And I think some of us sometimes, at least for me, I'm going to speak for myself. It took me some time to recognize the gift that he was and how he was placed in my life for us both to balance each other because there's things I balance for him, too. But it took me time to understand the blessing that that was and to know that like when we talk about support, it's having a team like Gwen and her team, right, to support you in your business. But it's also what support do you have at home? Absolutely. What support do you have outside of the business? The two have to coexist. And we need to stop for us as CEOs if we want to be able to do all the things. But I can't be the octopus with a million hands trying to do all the things. Where can I be supported and allowing yourself to be supported? And looking at your support holistically, right? Because part Mm -hmm. of the work that we do is so that you can have that time with your spouse or with your children, right? Like we're not helping you to redeem your time so you can just go do more work. That's a part of it. But what are you really building this business for? Because Mm -hmm. is it to keep missing your kids' events? Is it keep being not available for date nights? Like, what sense does it make to keep building this if there's so much disharmony and tension at home? That makes literally no sense to me. So we're working behind the scenes, managing your calendar, doing your data entry, taking care of your travel, setting up SOPs, like all of that stuff. So, yeah, if you want to cut off at three o'clock on a Friday or whatever and go hang out with your kid. Because everybody know when my grandkids get here, don't look for me because your girl is supposed <laughs> to be off hanging out with the little people. OK, so if yes, you want to experience some of that, this is why you get support. And then looking in your life as mm-hmm. well, where do you get that support? Baby, somebody got to come clean this house because it ain't going to be your girl. OK, and if you desire to do that, because my mother, she does not like anyone touching her house. But if you decide to do that, then you need to understand there's something else that will not get done. So yes. you have to decide which one's going to be the yes. trade-off, whatever it is. And both are okay. Both are okay. And I think this is where we as women is so important. Men, we love you too. We do. But we talking to our women today. It's so important to understand what do I need? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really where you get to shine. But the men too. Men can ask themselves that too. But we ain't talking about them today. But I got a whole episode for y'all coming. Okay, because, honey, you said some about these men of ours that we love. And you was like understanding the gift of who he was. Mm. That's Mm -hmm. a whole series we coming back to do. Okay, where we just going to talk all about the men and how much we love them and all the things. So I'm definitely going to get them their flowers. Beautiful. So let's talk about how your personal values and beliefs have kind of influenced some of these choices of how you work with the women in your business? Ooh, 
I'm actually going to just piggyback first on what we're talking about. So one of my values is being in alignment with what do you want your business to be about? What are you doing for, right? You're doing it to have time and be present with your family and all those things. And so there's also having the business to be in alignment with your calling. Yeah, love that. So for me, that's that's number one. And I even started, or I should say stopped. This might have been, man, I created this training a couple years ago. And it was really this aha that I had. And it, the, the title of the training is The Real Energy Behind Money. And so for me, it was like, money isn't really about money. It's about the opportunity and all the things that it gives you. But for me, the biggest freedom, when I first started in business, it was like, okay, I want to just replace my corporate salary. That was really number one. That was the first thing I wanted to do. And I don't even know if I dreamed beyond that. I'm going to be really honest. It was just like, let me just do this so that I can have my own time. And then it became, oh, okay, wait. So I did that. And I did that like in the first three months. So I was like, what's next? So for me, being able to really tap into how my business and I stopped calling it just business, but my purpose work, how much it's in alignment with what I truly know that I'm here to share. And that's why I go back to the story of Miss Missy. Yes. Because when I look at the messaging work that I do, you can't tell me that they're not connected, like helping women just show up and be in honor and power and ownership of their voice. And then let's monetize that message, too. So for me, the biggest value is definitely being in alignment with what you are truly feeling called to say and to share and to speak in this world. And it's so much beyond your business. Yes, a part of it is your business and the impact you're going to make. But the biggest impact that you are going to make, in my opinion, is within you and within your home around those that love you. Like my clients, you know, you're going to see me and hear me and talk to me. But I'm around my family a little bit more. And then, ooh, I'm around myself a whole lot more. (laughs) So how am I creating impact for me, for them, and for you even more? And so being in alignment with your calling. And I mentioned earlier, you can't sustain what isn't aligned. And so another value of mine, and I will just keep going with alignment. So it's alignment, your calling, and your voice, and your purpose. And then it's as a business owner, I would challenge everyone, get into alignment in your business model. Yes, A lot of us have these business models that are not sustainable for us because we're copying them from someone else that we saw made this much money and they have this many calls. Oh, my goodness. I hired this coach for like $30,000 back in 2017 and they wanted me to have this certain business model. I forced myself to have this business model. It was really popular in 2016, 2017. You would have a 997 course. And you would give like a weekly call or something like that. So she was like, okay, I want you to have a weekly call. It's 997, but it was lifetime access. You only paid once. And in my brain, I was like, so you want me to keep showing up for a weekly call, but that person only paid me 997 once. For 997 once? For 997 one time. Now the strategy was because ads were like, you know, extreme back then, like you would be using ads. And so ads would be driving traffic and and people back into that program every week. So you don't care that the other person didn't necessarily pay because you're getting 20 other people within the next month. So it really doesn't matter. And that's cool. I still care. I still care. (laughs) It didn't fit with my energy. Like I want to be paid to be on this call. Like there's something that motivates me there. So in short, I said, no, I'm not doing that. So how about biweekly? So I said, I'll do biweekly. I'm not doing weekly. So that's what I did. I sold the first 30 spots. So I made $30,000 from this program. And thank God I trusted myself because I believe in integrity. I did not put lifetime. I did put a year because I was like, we ain't putting lifetime. 
And so I did put a year in there. And I'm so grateful that I did because I immediately was like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. So we're going to honor this year (laughs) for these individuals and we're going to move on. And I remember someone saying, but you made 30K your first round of it. You should just keep it. You know, some people in this world do make a salary of 30K a year. And I said, that's cool, but that doesn't feel in alignment with how I want to serve, with how I want to be paid. It doesn't feel in alignment with me. So that's just an example. But there's been so many times in my business model where I've shifted different things or just redesigned. And sometimes we hear like, oh, burn it all down. If you feel like you need to, that's fine. That's okay. But most of the time, like I would say 95% of the time, when I have clients who are saying that, we actually don't end up burning much down. We actually, it's the smallest tweaks. It's like, well, add this. If you added a zero to this, would you feel really good about doing this? Or if you, a lot of times we cut programs cut it in out. half. If you cut out this, 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 and this, but still charge the same, would you be cool? Oh yeah, that's easy to me. And I really enjoy that. And that's the most impactful part of my program anyway. So just get into alignment with your offers and your business model, because sometimes we blame it on sales. I'm not good at sales or like I need more traffic or all these things. What if you're not converting because you really don't even like delivering that offer? So when you actually have the conversation with the person or you go create content for it, it feels icky. It feels wrong. It feels out of integrity because it's really just out of alignment. Okay, Miss Missy, get out my business. <laughs> I'm not in your business because we we got yours all right. Yours is good. Yours is good. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about these other folks. We're trying to help. But, you know, it's just getting to alignment from the message to your purpose, to your business model. And that's, again, where I say said, sometimes for me, I have to remind myself, this isn't just my business. This is my purpose work. Because when you come from that angle, then you do things a little different. I'm not just doing things for any money and any clients. I want aligned money and aligned clients. And that comes with having, you know, that level of alignment. Alignment, connection is really important to me as a value. For me, individualization and relator are in my top five strengths. And basically what that means is I just love personalized work. I don't do well with a whole bunch of cookie cutter. There are, you know, some, you know, messaging things that can be general. But when we get down to the nitty gritty, we're diving into you and your story and what you do and your framework and all the things. And so having that level of individualization, I feel like it's something that it kind of lacks sometimes in certain parts of our industry. But it's so, so, so important. I get people who come to me and who are like, you know, people think messaging work. Oh, you only do messaging when you first start. Well, why do I have multiple six and seven figure earners who come to me for messaging? (laughs) This is so good. I'm just like, I'm so full because Mm -hmm. I love this conversation and I really hope that people are capturing Mm -hmm. the essence of it. And that alignment is so important because at the end of the day, honestly, y'all, it makes operations so much easier. Like your business just flows. Right. In full transparency, y'all, I'm fresh off of a hospital admission stay. And for the entire time that I was hospitalized, business was still running smoothly as it should because it is aligned properly with what we do, what we offer, and our team is fully aligned with our clients. And so they understand my heart for serving and how things should be done. We've got the foundation in place with policies and processes and all the things. And so they were able to just continue working with clients and things were running smoothly and nobody was none the wiser. And that is how it's supposed to be. It Mm -hmm. makes it easier. Our clients have been with us for like five, six, seven years. When you align properly with what you're offering and who you do the work with, the repeat business is inevitable. 
Yep. It's not about the money. I always say the money is a byproduct of the service mm-hmm. and what's behind the service. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. This is so good. So, Kira, you know you and I could talk like all day, <laughs> but we have got to let the people go. But before we do, what advice would you give to others who are seeking to build a wildly successful business that aligns with their life? Well, besides everything we've already said, get into alignment. Can't say that enough. Get into alignment. But the other piece, because I feel like we've talked about that enough, please give yourself permission. Give Mm. yourself permission to actually dream the dream because sometimes won't let ourselves dream. So give yourself permission to actually dream the dream. Two, give yourself permission to actually hold the desire and then to Mm. make the decision that you're going all in on creating it. And be okay with the fact that you're not going to know all the answers right now today. If you would have tapped me on the shoulder in 2014, almost 10 years ago, I couldn't talk to you about this moment. I couldn't talk to you about what's going on in this conversation, but I knew one step I could take back then. So sometimes we're looking for step 10, 12, 13, 1,000, but you're only on day one. So what's step one? What's step zero? What's step zero that you need to take? And every time you take a step, there will be a lesson, there will be a blessing, there will be information that you get, and then you will pivot into your next step. But sometimes we're like all in on what is the thing and where is it gonna take me and what is it gonna be? Be in alignment, give yourself permission, step into that desire, make that decision, and let that dictate your actions in alignment from there. And watch each level just kind of build on each other. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Kira, thank you so much for sharing today and saying yes to coming on the show. Thank you. How can people connect with you? You can follow me on Facebook or Instagram at the Kira Jones at V-K-I-E-R-R-A-J-O-N-E-S. My website's kirajones.com as well. Beautiful people. Remember, your voice matters. What you have to give to the world matters. It does. You matter. Get in alignment. Thank you for joining us today on Leading Behind the Scene. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Share this episode with somebody today. Make sure you download it. Leave us a rating review. It all helps. And until next time, stay aligned, stay purposeful, and stay profitable. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.